Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hi friends and welcome back to another episode of Open House, a fresh, fun and real podcast where I, Louise Rumble, invite you inside the therapy room with me to learn from some of the very best psychologists, therapists and sex and intimacy coaches that I have found. No topic is off the table, no question too juicy and no experience too shameful. At Open House, everyone is welcome. And we're on a mission to develop a new mental health experience for all, because we believe that true happiness is coming home to yourself under the layers and layers of you that society has told you to be. As ever, please remember that this podcast is for entertainment purposes only, and you should always seek professional medical help when necessary. Now, let's get into it, and I'll see you on the other side. Hi friends, welcome back to another episode of the Open House podcast. Today is slightly different. Over the course of this year, you're going to start seeing new and different types of content coming from the Open House podcast. We've got a lot of stuff that we've been planning and working on. Really, really excited to share it with you. The reason for that is that sometimes I just miss getting on here and being able to jam about things that are going on in my life. You know, sometimes things feel quite pre-planned, which is really important so we can communicate important, I guess, like key pieces of psychology and information that you need to help you on your healing journey. That is always going to be a part of this podcast. But sometimes I just want to get on here and have fun with you guys. Sometimes I miss doing that. So today is one of those pieces of content we're going to do a supplement haul. Now, this one's for the anxious girlies, for the stressed out girlies, for anyone that has gone through something really stressful recently, or maybe you just feel like you've been stressed or anxious for as long as you can remember. Now, if you know anything about me, I will not buy a supplement unless I run it past one of my greatest friends, Sarah Murphy, integrative health practitioner, biology of trauma expert, This girl knows everything that there is to know about health. And the more and more that I work with her, I'm like, oh my goodness, we don't know half of the stuff that is in our products or what they're really doing to us. So now I would never buy anything unless I ran it past her. Today, I'm going to run you through why January 2024 has been a total shit show for me so far, what has been going on and basically how we have got to this point that we are doing a supplement haul so I can try and replenish my body basically after the stress and anxiety that it has gone through. 
Okay, so recording this in January, I think it's going to go out in February. Backstory for everyone, I was finally super happy in Mexico at the back end of last year. I really, really got into a groove. So you guys know I found it really hard to like basically be myself, make friends, like I guess thrive in Mexico. But I really got into a groove. I was in a routine. I found a gym that was so good for me. I felt so good every single day. I was making friends. I was getting human connection. I was getting sunlight. I was in the ocean. I was so happy in my relationship. Like everything was just so good. And I was so proud of myself for sticking out this time in Mexico and really like making it work for me when so many people would have given up and I guess like just left and gone home, which ultimately would have meant the end of my relationship. So I'm really glad that I hadn't done that because we were so happy together. It was just that I was finding it hard to find my feet. So I left Mexico in December and I flew straight to South Africa and I spent Christmas with my family. You guys must be wondering, like, why did you go to South Africa? We've basically had a family home in South Africa for like 10 years now. So kind of like our second home and it's where all my happy moments are. And I just love it there so much. Like you probably saw from the Instagram stories, the sunsets are like nothing you have ever experienced in your entire life. I was just so happy to be back there and I was really worried that I was going to have a pain flare because it's like a 20-hour journey from Tulum to London and then it's like a 20-hour journey from London to where we live in South Africa. So I did those two journeys within two days of each other, which my dad booked the flights. I would never put my body through that stress because I know that things like that can trigger like a crazy pain meltdown for me. But I made it there. All was good. I was so happy to be back and I was there with my family. So for the most part, even though being back in a family unit can be very triggering for many of us, and we talked about that with Stephanie in the How to Survive Christmas episode, you can have like big age regressions when you go back into the family unit and you basically become the person that your family think you are rather than the person that you actually are. So despite all of that, I was doing really well. I was actually so happy to be with my family because obviously being in Mexico, I don't get to see them. My sister-in-law is pregnant. I haven't been able to be with her. For a lot of the pregnancy, um, I was just happy to be there. I kept my routine. I was training hard. I was going to the gym. I was sleeping well. I was eating well. I felt like I was in a pretty good place, but then something happened. So in early January, we had like a family incident and I'm not going to go into it onto the podcast, just out of respect for, I guess, my family members. But as a result of this big family argument that we had and it was mainly me I was the one that caused it I basically had like a huge 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 anger meltdown I really 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 got very angry and in therapy you basically call this like an age regression where you go back to being that kid that's like having a tantrum and is like really angry when I tell you that I lost my fucking shit and I had the biggest emotional reaction that I have had in many many years there's no other way that I can explain it. It was a huge anger meltdown. I really lost it. I really lost the fucking plot. It was not good. And so that was obviously not good. And then for the whole evening afterwards, I basically couldn't sleep. My body was pumped with stress. And on top of that, I had the fear that that anger meltdown that I just had was going to cause my eight-month pregnant sister-in-law to go into labor in the middle of South Africa like not near a hospital that has a maternity ward. So it started bad, like I fucked up and then it kind of got worse for me. 
And then the next day was awful. I had this like insane emotional hangover. I was still so angry. Basically, someone said something the day before that hurt me so much. It was like the worst thing you could ever say to me. It made me so angry. But underneath it, I was like so sad. And I think that's what's crazy about this is that sometimes, and what I'm learning through therapy is like, when we're angry, actually there's another emotion that's lying below it. So the next day I spoke with one of my family members that I had the incident with and I tried to be like, I'm so angry at you. Like, how could you do that to me? But actually what came out was like this intense guttural sadness. I was like crying like a little girl. And that for me was like this really profound moment basically of my life where I realized, oh my goodness, I am so sad about this thing that I didn't even realize I was sad about. I didn't even know that I was upset about something. I genuinely was like, oh, I've healed that wound. And the truth is, is that I hadn't. And this kind of opened up this doorway for me to understand like, oh, this is what emotional repression is, that you think there's not a problem with something, but actually that's because you've repressed it so much whether it's because it was so painful or whether because you just hadn't got to the point on your journey that you were like able to go into that space. It's almost like sometimes you have to find the door and the key. And when you find like the combination of the door and the key, you can get there. Either way, what I realized was like, wow, I am so angry at one of my family members and I'm so sad at one of my family members. And I'm so sad for like parts of my childhood that I didn't get and that maybe other people got and I wasn't able to have for whatever reason and for things that I had taken away from me that in that moment I realized like wow there is more work to do here and so that's kind of the backstory of how the floodgates opened now I just couldn't stop crying after that happened I mean I was crying and crying and crying every day I was crying it was like this incredibly intense experience where I was like I just don't understand what is going on? I am so fucking sad. And yeah, then I came back to London and I guess I got into a position where I was like, okay, I'm fine. Like I can go back to my routine in London and I had kind of stopped crying. But then I sort of went back into another equally really stressful environment. Now I acknowledge that whilst like sharing my experience that I am on the whole, very privileged. I don't have children. I'm not a mother. There are so many things that I don't have in my life that I could only imagine would make you know these stress levels worse. And if that is you, I respect you so much. For me, as you guys know, I am like a chronic workaholic to the point that I'm actually just realizing that it is an addiction. Working all of the time is not good for me. And I just drive myself to burnout repeatedly. I've done it my whole entire life. I just work and work and work and work and work. And then I burn the fuck out and I have like a mental breakdown. And then I kind of start the whole thing again. So I landed in London and I basically was back on that route to doing exactly the same thing I always do, a schedule that is crazy. January was the biggest work month of my life. As you probably know by now, we had this huge collaboration with Sol de Janeiro, our huge in-person live event podcast recordings with Stephanie in the studio, a trip to Spotify. We had the nervous system reset with Open. There were just so many things going on. But alongside of that, I was trying to live in my parents' house. I was trying to see my friends, see my family, travel around, go up to London, come back from London. I would be stuck in traffic for like two and a half hours every time I would do that. 
trying to meet my friend's babies, trying to be present at events. Basically, I was just like working myself into the ground because I would do things in the day and then I'd come back and I'd be working until like one or two in the morning. And then when I get like super busy, I'm really bad at eating. So I wasn't eating properly. And then it was like my nervous system was just like so agitated and overwhelmed. And the smallest things would push it over the edge. Like we have this incredible house with like a thousand healing honeys in it. And we have a private premium room where people put their questions and the therapists answer. And I just got myself into this position where I was like so overwhelmed because every single time someone was asking a question, I was trying to help them, but it was like, I couldn't even help myself. And I felt I was feeling like all of their emotions and I was like desperate to help them. And then I felt so guilty if I wasn't replying to them. So much so that like I actually opened up the room one day and I had a full-blown panic attack because I realized that I didn't have any like oxygen left to like help other people. And I also wasn't helping myself. I was definitely getting to the point where like very small minor things were really sending me over the edge. And then on top of that, I'd have like the stress of me and my mom being in the same house and being two very different individuals and clashing heads but me not having anywhere else to go and we kind of live in like one big open plan room which meant we were really on top of each other basically things just kind of started building up and up and up I didn't have access to the gym which for me that routine really helps me with my mental health with my physical health with my chronic pain disorder and then on top of that I was having some relationship challenges like being in a long distance relationship is so hard when you're trying to work out like when do we next see each other? Where do we go from here? How are we going to afford these flights? The flights are so expensive from London to Tulum. And then on top of that, like I said, my sister-in-law is going to have a baby. Just lots of questions around like, how do I feel being away from her, not being with the family during these monumental events? There's been a lot that has been going on. And for the most part, I've just been working and working and working. So I've kind of like driven myself into the ground again. That's exactly what I do. And then when I do that, I just become a horrible person for everyone around me. Like I snap at my mom or I'm like, you know, I just had this moment where I was like, fuck, this is so bad, where my boyfriend called me and was like one of my loose like acquaintance friends um, has overdosed and he's dead. And I literally was so stressed with work because we were launching something massive. And I literally was like, I, I'm so sorry, but I can't talk to you now. And I just got off that call. And again, I was just like sobbing because I realized like, oh my God, I don't want to be this person, but like I'm here again. And I'm not the best version of me for me, for my boyfriend. Like to be fair, my friends got pretty good version of me. My family did not. But I just had this realization where I was like, wow, this is just not a sustainable way of living. And I've had this realization so many times, but this was the moment when I was like, I need to do something different. So that's the backstory as to what's happening. I had a huge emotional experience, which Sarah has taught me has massive impact on the physical body. And then on top of that, coming back to London, it was just like, it was just like sustained stress on stress on stress. And then two days after the Sol de Janeiro event, I was back on an airplane coming back to Mexico. So yes, today we're going to be talking through what was going on with my nervous system and I guess what to do when you're headed towards burnout or stress, why our nervous system just like shuts down, why we cry so much, why we all handle these things differently. So whether you're an anxious girly, whether you're a stressed out girly, whether you're a burnout girly, 
this is the supplement for you. Now, before we get into this, I also want you guys to know that if you're a burnout girly too, and you are very prone to just like pushing and pushing and pushing, there are deep psychological roots to this. And I'm still working through this myself. And I'm still trying to learn what it is about myself that I don't inherently think is enough, just being who I am and the way that I am. And therapy is helping me realize that often when we are a workaholic or we are a burnout girly, we believe that when we get there, we will be happy. When we get there, we will be worthy. When we get there, we will be lovable. And it's something that I ignored for a really long time because I was like, no, I just want to be successful. I just want to help lots of people. I'm just ambitious. I just love working. And actually, it's very multifaceted. And what I'm learning is like, yes, I love working, but that's because it is the ultimate source of dopamine and anticipatory dopamine. Equally, yes, I want to help people, but it makes me feel good when I help people because maybe at my core, I don't always feel that good about who I am. And therapy has also helped me understand that actually my workaholism deeply ties back to my relationship with my father, consciously, subconsciously, a belief that if I can just do X, Y, or Z, my dad will be proud of me. The fucked up thing is that my dad is proud of me and my dad loves me for exactly who I am. But there's some part of me on the inside that just doesn't really feel like he does or that I'm really worthy of that love. Now that's deep, but I just wanted to say that if you're on this journey too, you need to be asking what lies below the incessant drive, the belief that if I can just do this, then I'll feel this. And ultimately, the ambition. I'm not saying everyone with ambition is wounded, but I definitely think that there are some wounds that lie below hyper-independence that some of us need to be looking into. Now, let's hand over to Sarah, integrative health practitioner, biology of trauma expert, the only person that I will ever take advice on, on what supplements I should be taking and what supplements I shouldn't. Okay, so before we get into this episode, it's actually not a sponsored episode, like I'm not being paid to do this or anything. I was gifted these supplements and I just realized, wow, I need to share this information with you guys because I needed this. I needed to have Sarah as my friend to help me through this period in my life. So if you want to shop with health, everything, the whole website is 10% off and all of these products that we're talking about are on there. It's a UK website. You can also ship to Europe. If you're in the US, you probably want to be looking at your own equivalent of these products or the same brands, but just buying them out of the States. But if you are in the UK or in Europe, these are your guys for everyday healthy living. They are perfect. And also I've been buying my non-toxic toothpaste and my LMNT electrolytes from them for as long as I can remember. Yeah, head over to the show notes, go through the link, you'll get a code off everything. So Sarah, are you ready to do a supplement haul? Definitely ready. So the first thing I was thinking about is that you are at the moment going through a lot of intense burnout and stress. And so right away, we want to think about our mineral supply during this time. So I asked you to find some good quality minerals. And the ones that you chose are the shilajit, the symbiotica shilajit, and also the LMNT mineral electrolyte support. And so these are actually both minerals. The reason why I chose these was because 
when we go through intense periods of stress, we actually lose all our mineral sources. And these are the things that provide an electricity to our cells. So we actually don't get our hormones start to go off when we're in mineral imbalance. We'll have low energy levels. Our brain doesn't function properly. And so replenishing our minerals, we're in shilajit. There's high amounts of minerals. Shilajit actually comes from volcanic ash. It's super, super high in minerals. Again, the minerals, sodium, potassium, all of that is also found in the LMT minerals. We need these when we are depleted because, again, our body systems start to give up. And so we have to replenish all of these minerals in times of intense burnout and intense stress. They're really good for our adrenal health. Um, Our adrenals are actually what help pump out cortisol. And so when we're pumping a lot of cortisol out at all times during this burnout, we need to replenish what the body is burning through. And so that's why I suggested, you know, you need a lot of mineral support at this time. Your body is very deficient. Those products are amazing to support that. Okay, so here, let's explain to people what is going on when your body is super stressed. Okay, so we have to understand what happens during intense periods of stress. So during intense periods of stress, our adrenals, which sit on top of our kidneys, they start to pump out high amounts of adrenaline and also high amounts of cortisol. And so these are our main stress hormones. And so when we start to bathe in these stress hormones, something starts to happen. Our brain, our amygdala, which is our emotional center, it starts to get hyperactive. And then that is actually what leads that fight or flight response. The amygdala is critical for that fight or flight response, which is the response that is, you know, I have to fight, I have to yell, I have to express this anger. And so during this time of high cortisol and this brain activity, the body is basically in this very dysregulated emotional state. And so during this time, our prefrontal cortex goes offline. This is the area where it's rational decision for us to think about what's going on. We don't have access to that part of our brain during this time, okay? And so everything feels irrational. Our emotions, our reactions, everything that is happening around us feels very heightened because the amygdala, the emotional part of the brain, gets hijacked in these times of anger. And so what we could say is what's happening, again, the brain becomes dysregulated, the body becomes dysregulated, the stress hormones are pumping through the body. This state of dysregulation, again, that high cortisol, eventually, if you stay in the state of dysregulation, your body goes into a burnout state. And that burnout state is basically an energy conservation. When the body is saying, I don't have enough energy to release this stress. I don't have enough energy to deal with these feelings. I'm going to go in a conservation mode. And that is, you know, if we want to look at it in polyvagal theory, that is the mode we go into when it's the dorsal, it's the depression state. That is actually conserving our energy. If we want to look at it on a mitochondrial level, stress takes a lot of energy, okay? And so when we go into that dorsal, all of a sudden, you don't even have enough energy to express the emotion. You don't even have enough energy to fight the fight anymore. This is because our body doesn't actually have the energy in our cells. We are not producing that cortisol because over time, when we produce a lot of cortisol, our cortisol doesn't get produced 
properly. So here where you can be in a state of, you don't want to get out of bed, you feel the states of depression, you can't even fight the fight anymore. And so our body's going through this huge biological change. This dysregulated nervous system is creating this hormonal state that is actually making us feel the way that we feel and making our emotions either heightened or at the time in burnout, our emotions become blunted because they become too much for us. I'm so grateful that you've been sharing this because it's such a hard place to be. And I've also felt like a real fraud having this podcast because it's like, oh my God, I've done so much work and I was in the best place I've ever been in my whole life, healthy, physically, mentally, spiritually, emotionally, everything. And then it's like, I've lost the plot. And I just, I'm grateful we're able to do this because I can share with everyone like, yeah, I haven't really been okay. And I think what's difficult is like you said, you go into this freeze once you've been in the fight or flight, but I don't have time to rest. People are like, just cancel everything. Just take it easy. But the truth is like, I have contractual obligations. I have recording sessions. I have Dr. Terry flying in from Chicago to London. I have Stephanie traveling from Manchester to London. I have friends who I haven't seen in four months who I haven't met their children. Like I have to meet their babies. I am just like being pulled in every direction. And then on top of that, our premium area of the house is like one of the best spaces ever. We have a thousand people in there. We have all the therapists in there. Like it is popping off all day long all night long. Like it is full of love and healing honeys. But and on top of everything, I felt such guilt to everyone in that house because I was like, I'm not showing up. I'm not doing the things that people need from me. And then I felt like a failure. All of these things just then culminated in burnout. But because I wasn't able to become fucking depressed and lie in bed for two weeks, I basically just started crying every day, like all day, every day. And sure, I'd be able to pull it together for recordings, but like the emotion was like not okay. And even my boyfriend was like, wow, I've actually never seen you be like this. Do you see people have like a big stress happens in their life and then their health just like takes a tumble from that moment on, almost like they've been holding everything back and then they just can't hold the floodgates back anymore? Yeah, so it's very important to understand that when we are in these high stress states, this stress, this high cortisol state will actually cause a lot of oxidative stress to the body. And that can cause a lot of oxidative stress also to our brain. And so during these high cortisol states, all our neurotransmitters start to plummet. Okay, so if you start to feel intense sadness or intense just paranoia or intense anything that comes with low neurotransmitter states, this is because high cortisol over a period of time, when we become bathed in it, we actually lower our neurotransmitter state. So it keeps us in the state of very emotional reaction, very emotional. You know, we don't understand why we're reacting the way that we are. And it's all because of the stress hormones that we have been bathed in. And these stress hormones can actually create inflammation in our brain. And think about an inflamed brain. You're going to think about chaotic thoughts. You're going to think about emotional dysregulation. You're going to think about us just not being able to balance our moods and balance the way that we're feeling. And so I think it's very important for people to understand that when we get in these intense, stressful situations, if we don't have the ability to come down from our stress, if we don't have the ability to discharge that stress properly, and how you said, Louise, of how you didn't get the time to relax, 
relaxed. You didn't get the time to regulate. This is being reflected in your emotional state. So people really have to understand that listening to your body is so crucial here in these periods of high stress because it's going to leave us in these very dysregulated emotional states and we're not going to like ourselves. You know, during this time, we don't even really recognize the way that we're reacting, the way that we are feeling. Our emotions feel so dysregulated to us. It feels scary, actually. Yeah, I'm so happy we're talking about this because I also never knew the impact that stress has on your body. Like, obvious, right? That the body is so stressed. Of course, there's going to be repercussions on the inside. But until I started being friends with you and working with you, I just had no idea. So, Let's take it back to the products now because people understand. So stress depletes your minerals. Now, these LMNT electrolytes, I am unbelievably obsessed with. I have been buying them and taking them and shipping them to Mexico for as long as I can remember. And I ran out and I literally got to LA and they were the first thing I bought. And I was so happy to have them again. I take the mango and chili flavor and I just love them. I put them in a liter of water. It makes water drinking so much more enjoyable the minerals in them are sodium, potassium, and magnesium. So that's the first thing that Sarah is always saying that I should be taking. I take that every day. Yeah, so sodium and potassium in particular are the ones that get the homeostasis gets completely thrown off during periods of stress. Our sodium completely is depleted. Our potassium is depleted. And then mineral health actually equals mental health. We can actually, you know, experience a lot of mental health issues and mental health imbalance when these minerals start to go off. So the sodium and potassium, especially during times of stress, are so critical. And that's why I love those electrolytes. Agreed. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole foods market. And the next thing that you told me to buy was the Shilajit. So this is, like you said, minerals. This is by a company called Symbiotica. This is actually such a funny story. So this company is run by a guy called Chervin. You guys might follow him on Instagram. And I was in LA like four years ago and Sarah was like, you should just DM him and be like, hey, I send the guy a frigging selfie of me and Air One with his product being like, Hey, like so happy I can finally get my symbiotica. It was funny as fuck. He actually replied and I was like, oh my God, this is before I went to therapy. I was like, oh my God, maybe this guy will be my husband. Classic. Yeah. yeah. But symbiotica is an incredible brand. Tell me why we would take Shilajit. So this says that it has 84 minerals and fulvic acid. So that is way more minerals yes. than what's in the LMNT. Can you take both at yes. one time? So definitely you can take both at one time. I would not do more than one pack of the LMNT though. I don't know how many you're doing, but you can take them at the same time because they're giving you different mineral sources. The Shilajit is a full spectrum mineral source coming from humic and fulvic acids. This actually comes from ash. And so to think about our minerals actually come out of the soil and we're actually so mineral depleted because our soils are so depleted in minerals because of the, all the agriculture farming. We're actually so depleted because we're using all these chemicals and they're actually removing all of the 
high quality minerals that we used to get from foods. And so shilajit is actually one of the highest sources of multi-minerals. And again, very good for stress and hormone balance. And the minerals actually spark to your cells. Without minerals, we don't have the energy capacity to create that energy in our cells. So to get a multi-mineral source is so critical. And shilajit is one of the best sources. I love it so much. And I also love the Symbiotica brand because Shervin is so passionate about what he does and the quality of products that he puts out are the highest quality on the market. I absolutely love his stuff. I agree. And we absolutely love him as well. Anyway, so that is good to know. I only take one LMNT a day, but when I'm in Mexico, I do take two because I train really hard. So I'm weightlifting five times a week and it's sweaty as fuck. But generally in the UK, I will only ever take one. It's good to know that I can take the Shilajit at the same time. And so good to understand the connection between mental health and mineral health. I also love what you're talking about, like your cells have to have energy for you not to be frozen or depleted. So mm. one thing that I'm really missing, again, being at my parents' house out in the countryside is like, I have no access to an infrared sauna. I had a higher dose infrared sauna blanket. I actually don't know where it is. I said to my mom yesterday, like, where is it? I think it might be in the garage. I haven't been able to find it. If I had access to an infrared sauna, I would 1000% be going into that. I know that really helps me. Talk me through how like red light can help with that mitochondrial health as well. Yeah, I just wanted to plug in here considering I know that we might talk about magnesium more, but there's magnesium in the LMNT. And so the magnesium is so critical for our nervous system state. It's actually the number one mineral that we need for optimal nerve transmission. And it serves as protecting against like the, of the nervous system. So when we're in that very hyper nervous system state, magnesium is actually what brings that down. And so it stops the excessive citation of the cell death. And when we're very excited and we're very overwhelmed in the nervous system, this actually can contribute to cellular death. So that's why magnesium is so critical. And I think anyone who's dealing with any type of stress issue, you need to be on it. You need to be on multi-mineral source. Okay, before we go into red light then, we touched on magnesium. Now that is another thing that you told me to buy from the website. So you told me that I should get the Thorn Magnesium by Glycinate. Now I know from all of our health writing that there are so many different types of magnesium. I know that magnesium is amazing for anxiety. I know that magnesium is amazing for sleep. I actually don't take anything other than LMNT Electrolyze right now. So I don't have any supplements that I take. But tell me why you told me that magnesium biglycinate or bisglycinate was good for me. Because I know that's another problem is people are like, okay, that podcast said I should take magnesium. But then there's like 12 different types of magnesium. Talk to me about that. Yeah. So a lot of different types of magnesiums have different purposes. And when someone, let's say yourself, is going through a lot of nervous system dysregulation, most of the time I'm going to tell you to take multi-forms of magnesium, but we chose a really good one that can be used for multi-purpose. The glycinate is actually bound to something called glycine. Glycine is actually acts as a calming amino acid. And so it also calms the body. So when the body's in high amounts of stress, the glycine is added 
to that to help calm the body. It also makes it very absorbable to the body. And so that type of magnesium is like a traditional type magnesium that you can use it for multi-purpose sources. If we want to move more into brain source, that would be a three in eight. And that's also a magnesium that I do like to recommend to people who are under a lot of oxidative stress and a lot of dealing with trauma or again, just heavy stress in their life. There's multi-forms. So yeah. Okay. So tell me, should I be taking this in the day or at night? Because a lot of people take it at night to go to sleep. So I actually recommend a lot of my clients to take the magnesium 30 to 45 minutes before they go to bed. But I also like to split the dose and you could also take it during the day. Magnesium has a calming effect. It helps to calm, bring down cortisol levels. You kind of want to get that dose like throughout the day and it also help you sleep at night. So it has that added bonus, but I like splitting it morning, night, feel amazing during the day. Nervous system is supported. That's how I like doing it. Okay. Love it. Now, the next thing is this really cool little dropper thing. It's called Anima Mundi Apothecary, which is awesome. I know that you also do a lot with herbalism, which is really cool. Now, this says chill and let go, relax, nervous system support. And you messaged me being like, I literally love this. And it's got lemon balm, passion flower, chamomile, ashwagandha, and lavender in it. So talk to me what it is and why you chose that from the website for me. Yes. So a lot of the herbs in there actually work as adaptogens. And what that means is that they help to balance your stress hormones. They help to bring down cortisol. They can help to upregulate cortisol, holy basil. There's a lot of studies out there in terms of cortisol response and lowering cortisol, helping with anxiety. The lavender in there is also amazing, helps with anxiety. Lavender also helps to boost natural GABA levels. And GABA is actually what makes you feel calm and cool. And most people who have anxiety issues have low amounts of GABA. And so a lot of those herbs work on the GABA receptors to make us feel very regulated and less anxious. And I just like that combination because it can, again, help balance the nervous system, help regulate your emotions, help you feel more calm, help you be less stressed in general and go about your day feeling better than you normally would. So all of those herbs in combination, I really love, especially if someone is dealing with a lot of high cortisol, high anxiety states. It's a great product. Okay, so I'm really glad that we are talking about herbs. They are something that I really don't know too much about at all. But I'm really glad that we're talking about ashwagandha because I feel like a lot of people ask about it in our community area, the house. People always say, like, should I be taking this? I even have one of my best friends who messaged me being like, should I be taking this? And I always say, I don't know. I'm not the expert. Let me ask Sarah. And I think what's really interesting is that we were having this conversation in the house and you were explaining that, yes, ashwagandha is incredible for bringing down the stress in the system, but it also can actually not be good for some people. And I know that this is the kind of thing that they don't tell you about that doesn't have that on packaging. So I'd love to know what your thoughts are on ashwagandha. Good, bad, you tell me. 
So ashwagandha is one of the most studied herbs when it comes to stress, and it actually works amazing on the stress system, really helps to bring down cortisol levels. So a lot of people use this herb, but there are some contradictions as to anything. You know, your personal biology is going to matter. Um, I find that someone who has any underlying thyroid issues, they might take ashwagandha and feel a little bit more anxious and a little bit more nervous. And so that's why, again, really understanding how you feel on these products. If they don't make you feel good, get off of them because all of our biology is different. And depending on what's going on with you personally can really show in the effects of how that herb's going to work with you personally. But ashwagandha is amazing. I love to recommend it for stress and anxiety. But again, everyone's bio-individuals, so you have to make sure that it is right for you. Okay, love that. Now, next up in the hall is this APE beef liver, 100% grass-fed and finished. It's an ancestral superfood blend created from 100% grass-fed and regeneratively raised cattle that roam on pastures. Love that. Now, I've been aware of beef liver for a while now. I actually bought another box of these different brand and I can't find them. I'm guessing that I left them in Mexico, which is part of the problem of trying to travel around with stuff is really difficult. But I've been aware for a while about how amazing things like beef liver and these things called glandulars are, which sounds really gross. But you've been teaching me a lot about that as well. And I also have a friend who literally eats raw beef liver every single morning. And I am literally never going to do that. I mean, I am still just trying to break my habit of having a morning coffee. So morning beef liver out of the freezer is not going to happen for me. But talk to me about why everyone is taking beef liver and also maybe why beef liver is an important supplement if you are super anxious, super stressed out, or you've been going through something recently. Okay, so we can view beef liver as perfect multivitamin source. Beef liver is full of the absorbent forms of all our B vitamins, a ton of minerals, a ton of the vitamins that our body needs to work on for all the biological processes to happen. A huge thing about beef liver, it is all the B vitamins and all the most absorbable forms. And it helps to help works on our methylation process. Our methylation is how our body produces enzymes to do the things that it does. If our methylation isn't working properly, we're going to experience issues when it comes to stress and mental health and detoxification. And beef liver has all those cofactors that can really help our methylation process. Again, the beef liver is coming from a food source. A lot of the times taking multivitamins from synthetic sources actually don't promote it because our body doesn't view those synthetic multivitamins as actual food. It's not actually registering those nutrients. And so getting your vitamins from food sources such as beef liver is actually the best way and the best way that our body can actually absorb these things. So again, beef liver supports also liver health. All the nutrients that come in beef liver are the things that will actually support your liver health. And that's really important to understand that glandulars support the glands. So taking a beef liver can really help support liver detoxification. And I think that's really important in this day and age when all of us are dealing with stagnant livers and our livers are connected to so many things from how our stress response to our hormone balance, our liver health is really, really critical here. So I love beef liver. I do recommend it to a lot of my clients. Again, it's bio-individual. Some people with histamine issues might have issues taking beef liver. So you want to understand your bio-individual needs, but I honestly love it. And I personally take it every day. 
So it's something to look into for sure. It's important for it to be grass fed and high quality because a lot of hormones and a lot of shit is in these products. And so that's why going for the highest quality products is essential because you don't want to be taking in any of those hormones that are in the product if the quality of the beef was not good. Okay, love that. Now we are nearly at the end of the haul. The other thing that you told me to buy was this Body Health Perfect Amino, the eight essential amino acids optimized for maximum utilization, the true science of protein. And this is something that I would never, ever, ever have thought about getting myself. Like, I don't even really know what amino acids are, and I wouldn't really know when to take them or why to take them. So I thought it was really interesting that you suggested that I get these. And then I've been training, well, not so much in the UK, but when I was in South Africa, I was training hard. This woman that I trained with kept talking about BCAAs. And I know that that's related to this as well. So talk me through why you told me to get these perfect aminos, what the point is in them. And I'm kind of excited because I know that protein is really important and I don't know if I'm good enough at getting enough of it in my diet when I'm training hard. You also taught me that they're connected to mental health. What's going on with the amino acids? Yes, I think people need to realize that our neurotransmitters are actually made of amino acids. And so when we are dealing with high levels of stress or we're not eating enough because we're stressed out or we aren't absorbing our food because we're stressed out, we run into a lot of deficiencies in our protein stores. And proteins are the amino acids that actually make our neurotransmitters. And so to be mentally well, we have to make sure that we are taking in enough protein, absorbing our protein. And also if we need extra amino acids, because in times of stress, we need to support the body because it's under stress and you're moving through your nutrients. You need more nutrient stores when you're stressed out. You want to supplement with something. And so the perfect aminos, I love them because you could just take them in the morning and it's an easy way to get an extra 30 grams of protein into your diet. You're going to see this in blood sugar regulation. Protein actually helps to regulate our blood sugar levels and times of stress, our blood sugar levels are low all over the place, leaving us feeling anxiety and more stress. So I want people to understand that having proper amounts of amino acids from your protein sources is so critical to feeling mentally and physically well. And so that product is so amazing. This is so helpful. Something else I also want to talk about as we round out here is how supplements are basically just supposed to be used for short periods of time and to supplement specific things rather than relying on them for the long haul. Because if you're relying on them for the long haul, it means that there is something going on at the root cause that means you have a constant deficiency. Having constant deficiencies isn't normal. It's as a result of something else that is going on in your body. Talk me through that and kind of using supplements as supplements. Yeah, so supplements are actually just supposed to be used as supplemental things. If we don't have the foundations of our health down, and that has to do with getting proper amounts of sunlight, eating a proper diet, digesting our foods, digestive health is really important there sleeping properly, these are all the foundations of our health. And supplements aren't going to fix the foundations that we haven't laid down. So I want people to understand that regulating the nervous system and dealing with these stressed out states has to do with 
making us feel safe. And safety comes from adequate amounts of sleep. Safety comes from fueling our body with the right nutrients. Safety comes from balancing our blood sugar levels. Safety comes from being around safe people and safe relationships. Safety comes from fueling the body the way it needs to be fueled. And we are not going to be able to regulate otherwise just with a supplement if we don't get all of these foundations down, because these are what make our nervous system feel safe. And these are what are actually going to heal the nervous system. Yeah, it's a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle choice. It's hard when we're ingrained in our habits, but it is so important to really realize that it is our habits and our daily decisions that change how we feel, that impact our nervous system, that impact our energy, all of these things. So this has been super helpful and I love doing this little haul with you. I'm super excited to get into all of this and see how I feel. Right now I'm recording this for you guys at the end of January. This episode probably won't come out for a couple of weeks. Who knows what will be going on in my life by that point. So there has never been a better time for me to, I guess, get all of these supplements and actually look after myself because after that it's going to be goodbye to family and friends getting back on an airplane to Mexico again going to see my man and yeah going back over there for a while before the Rumble family welcome a baby we've never had a baby in the family before so freaking excited it will be back for that Things are busy. Things are crazy. We are also working on some very exciting things in April and May that I can't wait to share with you all. So it will be so interesting to see how these supplements help me. I'm also going to be using the open app. I basically discovered this breath, which is the four eight breath. And I'm not sure about you guys, but sometimes I find breath work really stressful or like really hard to keep up. And this four, eight breath is where the out breath is eight and the in breath is four. It's so amazing. Honestly, it feels like I finally actually like calm and relax. Also, when I start to do that, I feel emotions coming up because I think we live in a world where we are so busy that we don't let everything come up. And that for me is anxiety. That is when we're just running. We don't face it. We don't talk to it. We just push it down. We stuff it down. We put it in the cupboard. And then we live with it. We carry it around with that anxiety in our stomach or in our chest or even in physical symptoms for so many of us. So Sarah, thank you so much. You are a wealth of knowledge. I'm so happy we've been able to share this with the anxious girlies. I'm sure we're going to do more content like this soon. For now, everyone, if you want to purchase these products, head over to the show notes. There's a 10% off code um, on everything that we've spoken about here, plus the whole website. And most of all, thank you, Sarah. I love you. Thank you, Louise. Love you. Bye.